Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm Kerry and this is episode 60. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have, oh man, like such a rock star for today's show. And I'm so glad you're here to experience this because we have Kim White from My Sexy Business. Kim is here to bring us clarity and collaboration. This is Kim's zone of genius and Wowzers. This is the episode to tune into. I'm so excited to be here and bring Kim to you. Welcome to the show, Kim. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so thankful for your time and coming onto the show. Thank you so much for being here. This is going to be amazing. We're going to have an awesome conversation. And to kick it off, I want to ask about your journey as a business owner. Just in short, obviously, it'll be huge. It'll be massive. I'm sure there's so much you can bring us and and such an amazing story. But give us a snapshot. Where did Kim start and where has this evolved to in the space that you're in with My Sexy Business? Well, it actually started when I was 16. I wanted like, I won't tell the whole story, but when I was 16, I actually wanted a business and I opened a business that was a furniture store and it was amazing. We had customers, we had all the things, but I was a teenager at, you know, 16, you don't want to be sitting in a furniture store. You want to be driving up and down the road in because you've got your license And so I learned really quickly that being clear about what I wanted was really important. So fast forward 38 years, I still feel the same way. I think it's really important that you do what you love and that you slow down enough to get clear about what it is you want. I love that, Kim, and I think that is definitely a, a space that you just excel in, like honestly, because I think, and, and you share this so openly with people, you know, this this passion for people to find their purpose and find and, and you know, hone in on what they're good at and what but what they love because it's so important as business owners that we have that passion for what we're doing. So you've found that and, and certainly helping others find that. Tell us a little bit about that. What does that look like now? I think it really lights my fire to help people find that clear thing that they want to do. We are good at a lot of things. You know, you are amazing at a million different things. I'll use you for an example, but you can't do all those million things. And so when you start making choices, you look for the things that you love doing that every day when you get up, the first thing on your mind is I get to do this, not the, oh, I have to do that. So I think that's the first place you can start is what actually lights you up. I think that that's the... I think that's the beginning of understanding what you need to be doing. 
Yeah, and for some it's a light bulb moment, others it comes quite naturally. So you help people unpack that process and really find that, you know, and that's that's a that's a journey and a conversation, multiple conversations, you know, to have with people to hone in, you know, because I think some people don't even realise. Like they they know it and it's in the back of their mind, but it needs to come forward and sometimes it's buried deep, right? Mm. And I think people don't trust themselves. I think they don't trust that whatever it is they really love is what's going to work. They've been talked out of it by friends or family, or they've not seen anyone demonstrate in front of them the possibility of it. So I think trusting yourself is another piece to clarity is you can trust yourself. You do know on the inside, but you have to learn that process. You have to learn to get clear and to trust that feeling that you have about what you love. Yeah, exactly. And Kim, with all of your years of experience, I think that's what really helps that process. You know, that brings it forward for people because you've been on this journey. You know, you've done this, like you said, at 16 in a furniture store. But that, you know, that was just a thing like that wasn't the, that wasn't Kim, you know, that wasn't Kim turning (laughs) up. And I think that's another area that I want to tap into and kind of pick your brain about is working with people about them, you know, them actually turning up and and being present and being self-aware and and just discovering themselves. Is that something that you go through with people as well? Absolutely. I think that's probably one of my favorite things when I know someone is doing what we call the onboarding process is I know what's going to happen. I don't know the answer they're going to find, but I know the process and what the outcome is. So I get extremely excited when I know that that's something we're going to do because it really does change the trajectory if they implement what it is they're dreaming about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think, you know, like I said before, when we don't, uh, those light bulb moments, they must be amazing, you know, to work with people and have that, uh, you know, that discovery, like with a person where they've actually, you know, like, wow, like that would be just incredible. And I can see why that lights you up and certainly um, something that you love and are passionate about. But what else, what else is behind my sexy business? What else have you got going on uh, in in conjunction with, with that journey? I'm obsessed with is collaboration. I am ridiculously obsessed with it, I will say, <laughs> because it is something that I learned to do a long time ago, but I have really learned through helping other people how powerful it is. Sometimes we take things lightly that we know about and we forget until we see it through someone else's eyes or through their business. And collaboration is like a magic wand for your business. That's what I call it all the time. People don't realize that working together can create such a momentum and such a long-term progress that you just can't, you cannot imagine it until you're part of one. And I do know that there are lots of different you know, levels of collaboration, but a true high level collaboration will take your business someplace that you cannot take it without a collaboration. 
Mm, definitely. And that group environment, you know, of, of bringing people together and it's it's like-minded people but sometimes it's from many different industries and isn't it fascinating how as business owners you know from one industry to another that can complete polar opposites like complete will have the same questions and have the same struggles and, and that's something you encounter a lot as well right Kim? I do. We as humans have a lot of the same fears or insecurities and we as business owners are the same also. There are things that, you know, if we're not good at marketing, that's something we push back on. If we're not good with the financial part, you know, reading our our profit and loss statement, whatever it is, we push back on those things. So if you get into a collaboration in a group, you really need to be aware that someone is good at all of those different things. That way, they're giving you what you are lacking, but you're also giving them what they're lacking. So I think it's a super sexy way to to do business is to find someone who is strong in what you are weak at and don't be, you know, shy about telling them or being transparent about it because you cannot learn if you do not own up to those things. You need to change it so that you're profitable, so that you're having a good time and it's not a burden on you, but it's a huge blessing for you. Yeah, exactly. And there's two key points there. I want to come back to the having fun because that's that's <laughs> that's an awesome topic alone. But also back to the collaboration space. I guess as a business owner, people need to come in with an open mind and 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 be completely, you know, open to the experience because like we said before, you know, someone might ask a question that you didn't think of, but you want the answer to and, and that type of thing. But if you come into these, these situations of collaboration and you're just honing in on what you need to know, what, what the advice that you need, and you close off to everybody else, you're missing the opportunity. You're, you're just, oh, wow. So have, have you seen that happen, Kim? Have you, have you, and transformed that space as well? I have seen that happen. And I always, um, it always breaks my heart because I know that they're going to miss out on what they could have. I think that that's the key. They could have this amazing, you know, outcome. They could have way more profit. They could have a much easier time of marketing. They could have a much better business because of it, but they're afraid to trust or they're afraid to take that chance. And I always tell everyone to know who it is you're collaborating with. You don't just collaborate, you know, on a high level, you don't just collaborate with someone you've never met. You do definitely vet people and, and do m like small, what I call micro collaborations so that you can test the waters because they might talk like they have great work ethic and then not actually have great work ethic. So I think there are some pieces in there that I don't want to be too broad and to have someone, you know, test the waters and then find out that they weren't working with someone they should have been working with. But vetting the people you're going to collaborate with is a part of the process. It's something we teach, you know, so that people don't get taken advantage of and they understand how it works, how to get the most out of it. Yeah, that's amazing. And I agree with that 100% because, yeah, that, that's key aspect number one. You need that relationship. You need to have that, even if it's just a, a 
you know, a few extra tick boxes in your brain to say, yes, this is right for me and, and that this is going to work on both sides, your, your side as well as, you know, the person that, that's entering the collaboration, you know, and, and collaborations can grow and expand and, and really become such amazing spaces to hang out in. And I think the opportunity for this is is so broad now too in the world with COVID and everything's changed. I think there's way more of this happening in the world, which I love. I, I just think that's fantastic. Fantastic. So thank you, Kim. That's incredible. But you're listening to the Biz Nation podcast. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast, and you can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zab, or directly on my website at kerryzab.club. And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can find the community on Facebook at BizNation Support Group. Let's talk about having fun in business because I know that that is one of the things that you are also so passionate about. So what does this look like, Kim? Take us on a journey. Having an amazing team to work with to have collaborations, to work in, to have the people around you be on the adventure with you. You can look at your business as something very, um, I guess, unfun. I'm really not sure what the opposite would be, but very boring. And I would get bored very quickly with a business that was not connected to something that was exciting. Even if you have a business that is not people-based, which my business is people-based because that's what motivates me and that's what I love. But if you even have a product business, you have a team, you have other people. So having that, that group of people that is like you in the fact that they're, you know, they're wanting to have the same kind of an adventure. If you bring somebody along the journey and they are not interested in having a good time, they're very serious, I would be very polarizing because I am silly. We get a lot of stuff done. I would dare say my team, you know, is the best one on the planet. So I do think that that is a, you know, that is something that I will push back on. We have a lot of fun we get more stuff done than most people ever think about. And it's highly profitable when you're having fun because people want to show up and they want to do something that matters. They want to have part in something bigger than themselves. And when you make it an adventure, instead of just a day-to-day drudgery, I think it's super sexy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And, Kim, what does that look like? Give us an example. What is something that you do with, with you know, your team or, or even even things for yourself? What, what's an example of that? One of my favorite things we do, and we have been on hold during this pandemic, but one of the things we would do is quarterly we would actually meet with our what we called our biz besties. We would all come together from all over the world and meet in one big, usually we would rent a mansion. So we would have lots of opportunities to do photo shoots and to do relationship building, but we would all come together 
and spend time when you sleep in the same house with someone and you eat dinner with them and you drink coffee in the morning with them and you do all those things, you develop a much deeper relationship. And when you decide to do those things, it, it turns into fun, but it's so much creative space that we always had something amazing come out of it every single time. We would all work together on something that would be produced out of that time. And to me, that is probably my one of my very favorite things that is fun that we do in our business is those Biz Bestie retreats. Yeah, definitely. And with that, you'd actually get the opportunity to meet the human. Like it's not just, you know, it's like COVID now and, you know, we're, we're obviously all connecting virtually quite a lot and, you know, you've stepped into my office, I'm stepping into your office. Like, But to actually do that, you know, face-to-face, human-to-human and actually discover extra pieces of the team and extra pieces of people that you work so closely with, you know, to, you know, gone are the days where the the humans left at the door and, and you've got to come, up, come to work and kind of turn up and, and do exactly as you're told and follow this rigid process that those days are gone like that that disappeared years ago so to have that opportunity to meet the real team member and and understand them as a human wow so powerful so so powerful and and I I bet you love that I bet that's one of your favorite it's one of my favorites and I will tell you that is something else that our team does as far as I think that they consider it to be a fun thing as well, that they're part of the strategy for the business. They are part of the solving the problems for the business. They are part of the process of the business. We have a team meeting um, with with the whole team every other Tuesday. And we call it Team Tuesday. We, you know, we make a big deal out of it because one, I love seeing them, but it's also a way to kind of let our hair down and say, okay, this little thing right here is not working. How can we solve this problem? And maybe the one that has the answer to that problem doesn't have anything to do with that part of the team, but they've got a brilliant idea. And so now they feel invested in that part. So I also think that the being able to voice what it is you're thinking, being a part of the solutions, being a part of the process. I also think that that brings fun because we don't, we don't keep the babies off the mamas. Like they will have babies running through. We'll have puppies, you know, going through. We'll have, and to me, that's the culture of our business. I don't want them to leave their babies to come and work when they are working for us. Keep your babies and let's do the work. Let's figure out how to make that work. So that's Mm. another piece of the fun puzzle for me. Absolutely. And I I can just picture this, you know, this, oh, this awesome collaboration that you would do with not only your team, but with your clients as well. It's all the same, you know, and it shouldn't be different because we are all human. You know, like you said, the mums have the babies and, and that's okay. It needs to work, you know. That's so awesome and so flexible. But I think so true to to this, 
you know, new way of I think COVID's helped change that a lot and, and you know, kind of as much as COVID's a negative, that's definitely a positive takeaway from the experience is that more and more businesses are doing this and have this opportunity to be like this and and embrace that that human aspect of, of business, you know, whether it's team or clients, it doesn't matter, you know, like if, if, if you know, I could be sitting here any moment and, you know, a family member goes past like it's just normal, that's that's us as humans. We we I think we've all arrived with COVID, which I I love. So, <laughs> yay! Well, we were fun before fun was cool, is what I like to think of it. Like <laughs> we we were already doing this before COVID happened. So the fact that other people are experiencing what we have experienced to me is awesome because now they know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all makes sense. The world of Kim. Yay. <laughs> so Kim, I want to step into another area and there's a couple of things and this is exciting. You also have a podcast. Please tell us, please. <laughs> well, we have a quirky little podcast is what I would probably call it, or maybe cheeky. Maybe that would be the right word. <laughs> it's very short um, time-wise, but I do a question or a principle, what we call a sexy business principle, which doesn't sound very sexy, but I frame it in a way. Um, I'll give you an example. We have one episode that's coming up that ask about what kind of naked lobster are you? Well, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it has anything to do with business, but it has completely everything to do with what we're talking about, growing pains in business. So I try to frame it with an analogy or a little story. It's very short so that when, you know, busy business owners, we can click on it and click off of it quickly, but it also is something to challenge you. It has something to do to implement or execute on or to think about because as business owners, sometimes we don't think about some of the things because we're too busy in the thing. And so I think working on your business is vital and not just working in it. Oh, absolutely. I can't agree more. Like that is just, you know, Kim, like, you know, you know that that just resonates with me because it's so important. But I love your podcast. I am in the infancy stages of listening. I believe when I tune into a podcast, I go back to the beginning. I start at the start and I work my way through. So I'm on that journey and I, I feel like I've got so, so much more to take in. But I love the fact that they're short, sharp episodes. I love the fact that you get the message across, you know, know, like I don't have time. I need to grow more ears. I'm sure many other people do as well. More ear time we need in our lives um, these days. But I love that punchy episode and I love the message that it brings. And you're right, it is cheeky, but it's fun. You know, you bring this fun element to it as well, as well as getting the message, the important message across. So Kim, I want to thank you for your podcast. I think it's a breath of fresh air and I think it suits so many busy business owners. So 
To the listeners, please tune in to Kim's podcast. The My Sexy Business podcast is available on all the platforms and it is definitely one to tune into. And, you know, on a 30-minute drive, you can catch three episodes. That's pretty cool. Like I love that aspect as well. So you're getting you're getting more of Kim and you're getting more of this business goodness that that I think is just fantastic. So, Kim, thank you for sharing that. And, and again, listeners, please tune in. My Sexy Business podcast that you got to get on board. It is so good. Carrie, you are so sweet. Thank you. But there's more. But wait, there's more. It's not a set of steak knives, but the next <laughs> the next layer to hop into is Kim, you have a magazine. Tell Please. us about the magazine. Oh my goodness. The magazine has been something I have like dreamed about since I was young, quite young. But how do you get into the magazine business when the closest you've ever been to a magazine is at the grocery store when you're checking out? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way to know what you don't know. But I decided I was just going to do it messy. That's one of my philosophies in life. Do it and do it afraid. Do it messy, whatever you've got to do, but get moving on it. And we have had such an amazing response to this magazine. It's it's almost a hybrid, I call it, because of the way that we've done it. It's it's actually got quite a few pages, but we've got beautiful photos. We've got amazing people in it. We have stories about business. We have stories about life. We, we just, we're a lifestyle and personal brand. Like that's one thing that I did not want to separate because I don't separate them. I include them with each other. And so we didn't separate them for the magazine either. So the magazine is definitely been an amazing project. And sounds like a, a massive undertaking as well. Like I have to put that out there. You know, we're we're talking. There's everything available here. Like we'll we'll <laughs> go into all of the platforms shortly. Uh, but man, like this is full on. I like I, you know. I, Wow. I'm just in awe, Kim. I really am. And, you know, to go, I love the fact that you've done it messy. I love the fact that you've just ripped it off like a Band-Aid and got it going. But, geez, what a journey. Like, what was that like, you know, launching a magazine? That's huge. Tell the, I'll tell the true story, Carrie, if you don't judge. <laughs> I won't judge. In October of last year, I was challenged by someone to pick a date for something I had been dreaming about or thinking about. They had basically done to me what I do to other people a lot of times, <laughs> just to be honest. And I decided, okay, I can do this. And I set out to um, to do that, but they required a date. They actually pinned me down to what date will it come out? And it really made me, which I do that. I'm going to be honest. Again, I do that to other people. But when I put the date down, I was looking at it like I had six weeks. That's a long time to do a magazine. Um, I'm going to tell you that's not. No. (laughs) When you don't know anything about doing it, it's definitely not. And so instead of concentrating on the magazine, I took a week off and found a team to help me. I actually interviewed and went through the process of hiring people that could help. And so 
honestly, that magazine came from, you know, a group of us that that work together to get it out. So I want to always put that out there. I don't want anyone to think that I am superhuman or not real because I'm doing all these things by myself because I am not. But the magazine turned out to be amazing. We still have, and I think this is just part of us, but we still have places that there's typos and we still have things in there that we would have done different had we had a little more time or, you know, but I'm telling you the magazine is absolutely beautiful, especially since it was our first issue. We're actually on our, our fourth issue now. So we have come, we have come a ways, but it is so exciting to see the responses, get the messages back from people who are touched by the different articles or impacted by the different, because we've really been transparent in this magazine. We have told a lot of things that people probably have never heard about business or never heard about, you know, we, the last issue we broke down stats for authors so that they would actually understand the industry instead of kind of the fluffy picture they had. And so just things like that, we try to be really, really transparent. And our May issue is going to have the one and only Carrie Zarb in there. Just saying. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, uh, Yeah. I think that one should go straight to the archives. I think we, Honestly, it's it's going to be awesome, Kim, and, and I'm so fortunate to, that we've met and, and we've been able to, you know, do these great things, this podcast and, and so many other things. We are working on so many things, so this is an exciting time for both of us and I, I'm so thankful to you for that opportunity as well, by the way, so I just want to put that out there. I'm, I'm just turning up. I'm just, I'm just the passenger in all of this, so <laughs> that's super cool. But, um, Kim, I want to move to the next section of the podcast because this is, this is like one of my favorite favorite parts of the podcast, and it's kind of newly introduced. I used to dabble in this space, but I've I've tightened it up, and and I'm I'm bringing it home now. I have five fun facts about Kim, but but there's a caveat. There's always a caveat. I have mystery questions, so I am literally putting my hand in the tin right now and plucking out five mystery questions. So these are just random selections of questions for Kim and I hope they relate. It's kind of like a lucky dip. We'll see what happens. Hopefully hopefully some good things and hopefully I just don't continue to pick the same questions time and time again. So Kim, are you ready? I am ready. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Oh my God. I can't believe this is the first question. This is so funny. Kim, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Well, if it's talking about finances, I want to be Carrie Starb. <laughs> if it's being a clubhouse moderator, I want to be Amanda Sharp. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think that I am doing exactly what I wanted to do when I grow up. I, I am a 54-year-old princess, you know, rocking business. That is what I wanted to be and I am. <laughs> you have you have ticked that goal. Yay. That's that's awesome. <laughs> All right, next question. If you had unlimited funds, what would you want your business space to look like? By space, do you mean my office? Yep. Well, 
In case you don't know, if you're listening, I actually travel the U.S. in an RV. My husband and I are full-time travelers, digital nomads. And I think what I would love to do is to have a second one that was just a studio. Is that not awesome? (laughs) That is incredible. Oh, my God. As soon as you said it, I was like, yes, that makes sense. We'll tap another one on the back there. And, oh, my God, that is the Kim zone. Like, can we paint it? Can we paint it on the outside? Like, oh, my God, my sexy business. I can see it. I can see it. Big red lips, Carrie. We'll just put big old red lips on it. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, man, I love that so much. All right, next question. Mm, this is a, this is a, oh, I'm, I'm dying to know the answer to this. Driver or be driven? Do you want to, are you the driver or are you the passenger? Are you a good passenger? 100% of the time I am driven. <laughs> Thank you, hubby. Thank you. <laughs> amazing. A few years ago, that was on my goals actually was, I was traveling and I was doing some things without him. And that was one of my goals is I needed a driver. And we made that happen because I can work while we're going down the road. So now my hubby is 100% full-time doing the driving. And it's wonderful because we can talk the whole time. I can do the GPS, but I also can get some work done. Oh, you would make the most excellent passenger, I'm sure. (laughs) All right, next question. What was your biggest fear as a child? That's a really good question, and I I am having to really think about that one. Mm, It's a toughie. Probably not... Well, I don't know. I think one of the biggest fears was when the boys in elementary school decided that they liked girls and they started throwing rocks and doing the things that were, (laughs) I didn't understand until, you know, one of the teachers helped me understand. But I think that was one of my biggest fears in school is why are they being mean? (laughs) (laughs) Why are they throwing rocks at me? What's that about? Oh, my God. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, Kim, you just bring it. All right, I have our last question, and hopefully hopefully this one's a a little bit more gentle. Are you a sports fan? And if so, which one is your favourite? I can't say I'm not a sports fan, but I can say that my favourite team ever was the like where the teams my boys played on. Aww. I am not a big sports fan as far as I don't have a team per se. I don't have any of that stuff, but I love football boys and I love wrestling boys and I love baseball and I love <laughs> softball girls. and <laughs> All of it. Just all of it. You just love all of it because I think I think the message in that, Kim, is that you love the fact that people are turning up and participating. You just want to be everyone's cheerleader, right? Absolutely. I think that's the best description, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, Kim, we have come to the end of the show, but before we wrap it up, we must know where do we find you? 
Well, I think probably the simplest thing is to go to mysexybusiness.com where you can get connected to us through social, through like the podcast, blog, magazine, whatever it is. Excellent. So for the listeners, mysexybusiness.com, which I love the name. I love the brand. I just think it's incredible and it's punchy and it really gets gets the attention. So I, I just love that. Thank you, Kim. And yeah, so mysexybusiness.com. Don't forget to head over and tune in to Kim's podcast. My Sexy Business is the name of the podcast because the brand, it's just the message. It's everywhere. And Kim White is the face and just awesome human behind My Sexy Business. So I I love that as well. Thank you, Kim. Thank you so much for your time. This has been awesome. And yeah, I just appreciate it so much for you coming onto the show. So much, Terry. You're an amazing human and I love, love collaborating with you. Amazing. Kim, take care. We will chat really soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I would also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.